1: On this episode of the Multiamory Podcast, we have a very special live presentation that we just did in Santa Monica on portrayals of polyamory in television and movies. Although I really wanted to call it portrayals of polyamory in the pictures so we yeah, can have that that's alliteration. Yeah, that's real snazzy.
2: <laughs> yeah, we made this big multimedia presentation um, that includes clips from House of Cards, from Orange is the New Black, from Futurama, actually, <laughs> and so, so many more. We we spent like a couple days just watching stuff, watching right. movies, watching TV, watching web series, watching so many things just in order to kind of... Figure out what are the stories being told about non-monogamous relationships.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you want to listen to this episode and also get to see those clips... Uh, you can do that uh, by going to uh, this episode on YouTube, which you mm-hmm. can get to either by going to multiamory.com slash podcast and then looking for episode 104, which is this episode, um, or you can go to our YouTube channel directly. Uh, probably if you just search it in YouTube, you'll find yeah. it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, that, that way you can actually see the whole clips mm-hmm. uh, along with video from our presentation. It should be a lot of fun.
2: If you're just listening to this one, you'll still get the audio from the clips, mm-hmm. um, which for the most part will be okay, but for some of them, there's a little more visual storytelling Um, so if you don't want to miss out on that make sure to go check out the YouTube version
1: Yes, so this this event was really cool for us because we actually got to do a live show and interact with an audience Mm -hmm. in real time uh, which is exactly what we are looking forward to doing on our tour.
2: Yeah, it was so much fun. Like, seriously, we didn't put a laugh track into this episode. Like, that's, <laughs> They're all
1: real laughs. That's all real laughs.
2: <laughs> that's all real audience uh, responses.
1: Yeah. Um, and so if you would like to be part of a show like this and be in the audience and get to interact with us during the show, uh, we're going to be in Oakland on February 10th. This is all 2017. We're going to be in Portland February 13th. We're going to be in Seattle doing a special show for Valentine's Day on February 14th. We'll be back in L.A. on February 21st. And then in uh, the first or second week of March, we're going to be in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And we're really excited to see you there and to be part of that. If you want more information, if you want to get tickets, you can go to multiamory.com slash events, and you can see all of our upcoming events. So you can come see us. We'd love to meet you. And And we'll hang out afterward, too.
2: Yeah, and with each stop, we're doing a different topic, you know, so it's not Mm -hmm. like we're doing this show over again it'll be a totally new topic um with totally new questions to toss out to the audience um and yeah we're super super excited to do it and actually really excited to meet so many of our listeners in person
1: yes and then come out hang out with us after those shows as well all right and with that let's get on to the episode (laughs) Um, so
2: a number of you in here are already familiar with our podcast Some of you listen to us weekly Some of you listen to us occasionally Some of you have never listened to us uh, So uh, we want to start out um, Tossing out a question to you guys And mm-hmm. just yell it out, you don't need to raise your hand or anything What's your favorite romantic movie Or movie about love?
1: Love Actually um, The best. Victor
2: Victoria Okay oh, oh, on Good one Amor. Well, Amor? No, Fuck,
0: that's really a dark one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Uh huh. Amelie. Amelie? Amelie. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Cinema Paradiso. I don't know that
4: one. Yeah. Ali. Ali, fear eats the soul. I, I don't, don't know that <laughs> This is like an indie <laughs> film knowledge yeah. Movie yeah. yeah This is a lot of things The Empire yeah,
2: Strikes Back yeah, The nice Empire That's a Classic That's yeah. brilliant Brilliant It's about fatherly love But we didn't
0: yeah. say Well we said romantic love Yes right Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Other kinds of love maybe So You're so right.
2: In thinking about these movies That are about love Or about relationships um, You know What's the typical plot Like what's the plot Of your typical rom-com What boy happens In your typical rom-com Yeah boy okay, meets boy girl Boy meets girl
1: Then what happens Marriage Boy loses person. girl. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. Boy loses girl. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay.
2: And and then then but then he does something really girl. sweet.
4: <laughs> great right. gesture. Ugh. Uh-huh. Yes.
2: Yeah. Romantic gestures. Yeah. Yep. And then what the happens at face. the end of the romantic comedy?
4: The and you, mm-hmm. they get together and then there's never any problems ever again. Exactly. You exactly. don't know. know what happens
0: after they get together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Usually at the end of a rom com, usually rom coms are about like all the obstacles to the relationship and yeah. then to, to starting a relationship. Yeah, and then exactly. the happy ending is when they finally get to start the relationship unobstructed. Yeah.
0: Um, and then we don't know what the hell happens. Yeah, we just kind of mm-hmm. assume
2: everything's happy from then on, you know. Exactly. I mean that's like the plot of practical every single disney movie that most of us were raised on um Mm -hmm. so we started thinking about this and thinking about the fact that like media really does shape a lot of how we um kind of structure ourselves as a society to a certain extent um or at least
1: what our expectations are for our romantic relationships exactly
2: exactly it really sets these examples that we follow by you know when we grow up like we get examples of romantic relationships by watching our parents you know usually the the primary example and sometimes it's a great example sometimes it's a not so great example sometimes
0: it's a non-existent sometimes example an existing
2: example exactly <laughs> um you know, watching other people in our community, but then a lot of it comes from the media that we consume, the TV mm-hmm. shows that we watch, the movies that we watch, the books that we read. Um, so, media is definitely this big influencing force when it comes to knowing what's quote unquote right or quote unquote wrong when it comes to relationships. Or at least what's
1: normal. Yes. 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 Right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Um, but often what we see, at least the three of us, when we look at media is, mm-hmm. hey, I think that that relationship would be fixed if it were a polyamorous relationship.
2: <laughs> sometimes. That whole well, movie would sometimes. just be
0: done instantly if it were a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, there's a lot of films
2: that couldn't exist right. if if the characters were okay to have like a non-monogamous relationship. Exactly.
1: Right. If you took away the option of having your conflict be choosing which person to be with, or or like dealing with cheating or something mm-hmm. like half of love themed movies are just gone right there. Right? Like the
2: entire Twilight franchise. <laughs> like right. like the love triangle in um,
0: oh uh, Hunger
2: Games. Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the thing that we noticed is that like most media teaches uh, something called the relationship escalator. Um, does, anyone,
1: is, does anyone not has anyone not heard that term before? I imagine some people have not. Right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the relationship escalator is a, basically a term for the idea that every relationship, in order to progress and not stagnate or be meaningless, it has to follow this progression of steps that's just kind of automatic and assumed. And the order of the steps will change slightly for some people, but it's basically that the boy meets girl, right? They get together, move in together start sleeping together, become exclusive, you know, like all those steps up to getting married, having kids.
2: You're right. Parents, getting married, yeah. having
1: kids, and then die. And then
2: you get old together and die. <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> and then that's it.
1: <laughs> so so that's the the relationship escalator, was this term that was coined to describe that that idea that that any relationship to be worthwhile needs to be following that,
2: and that like once you officially take that step to enter into a relationship with somebody, it's just assumed okay we're getting on the escalator and mm-hmm. here we go. And
1: which is why you get those questions like, you know, like if you tell your parents that you don't have plans to get married, they're like, well, what's the point of dating at all then? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I've definitely gotten that question before. Mm-hmm. Uh, or same with not having kids. It's like, well, then what are you guys doing? Like, what's the purpose of your life? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah uh and the 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 thing about this is when you think about having multiple relationships you can imagine how this comes becomes a little bit problematic but i would also argue that it's problematic for any sort of relationship uh another example of this is uh, recently i was talking with um, I was talking with a, a good guy friend of mine who was temporarily living with his girlfriend because she had like lost her job or something, so she moved in with him temporarily. But after this temporarily, it was kind of this like, well, are we going to get a place together now? Because if not, we're just going to break up. Because those are the two options. You can't, you can't go, go back, back down the escalator. Go you can't yeah. It only goes, yeah. it only it goes, goes one way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly.
2: It's a exactly. one-way escalator. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, So that's, you know, that's a theme that just pervades all of our movies, all of our books, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just kind of considered that's normal. That's the way things are. Um, And so, of course, you know, as being three individuals who for a long time have partaken in very non-traditional or non-monogamous relationships, we also wanted to look like, well, how does the media um, handle and as fictional media specifically handle the portrayal of relationships that aren't on the relationship escalator or who don't follow the same pattern that we're so used to seeing laid down Um, and And the thing is like most often you know we're familiar with non-monogamy through the media through our movies and tv through the context of cheating like that's pretty much most of the examples that we get which is not a very good example to get it's (laughs) it's you know it's the soap opera that the husband walks in into the bedroom and catches the wife with her lover and then there's yelling and screaming and maybe even physical violence and like that's for a long time has been our only example of non-monogamy in relationships. It's very Othello. Yes, very Othello. And so, of course, we don't want that. Um,
0: So the three of us on Monday decided to get in our pajamas and drink some mimosas early in the morning and watch a shit ton of polyamory in the media. Um, So we watched a bunch of... Different things, which we're about to show you. Yeah, we
2: watched mm-hmm. a lot of really great stuff. We watched a lot of really terrible stuff. Yes, because um, we really not were great. curious. Um, like, what's the story that's being told about non-monogamous relationships right now in our media? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess to to start out, most portrayals, both in like non-fiction media, like in journalistic coverage of non-monogamous relationships, in documentarian coverage of it. And also in fictional coverage, most uh, non-monogamous relationships are portrayed in a way that looks as close to monogamy as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. That means usually it's very couple-centric. Usually it's a white married couple um, thinking about maybe opening their relationship or thinking about adding a third to their relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a great example of this in a show called Easy. Has anybody watched the show Easy? Easy. Yeah. at all
1: um, it's a Netflix original show Orlando
0: mm-hmm. Bloom and well it's so every episode's yes. a different story oh, with different, different actors yes. yeah. kind of like so this one specifically has Orlando Bloom in it yeah
1: right I was
3: getting a little kick out of it wow I, think I like you know be something that might be fun to try ourselves fun don't you think it would be kind of exciting to maybe I don't know maybe put up a profile and See if we can reel one in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? Reel one in? What are you talking about? You're crazy. You wanna what? You wanna what? You wanna what? I d- what? 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 Brain explode. <laughs> are you crazy? Are you serious right now? I'm serious. You wanna set up a Tinder account to, for what purpose? What? So we're like, okay, sexy couple is
3: seeking another woman
1: my love (laughs) right so a perfect example of like the most accessible monogamous seeming form of of non-monogamy that we that we see Mm -hmm. in the shows and movies that we watch right it's a white couple, also coincidentally wearing white.
2: In a white room. In a white room. So much white. Like, so Jesus. freaking white.
1: Right? Yeah. who who've, you know, been married a long time and discover Tinder from their single friends. Yes. And then have this idea to, to seek out a third, which they mm-hmm. end up, spoilers, doing in that episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so, um, I, I did want to clarify real quick, though, just that for this particular episode that we're doing here. This is just about fictional media. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not talking about reality shows and, and like news coverage of mm-hmm. Polly. I just wanted to realize we didn't cover that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what are some of the things I'd love to hear some just sort of shout outs from the audience. What are some things that you might see as being a little bit problematic with this sort of example, yeah,
0: yes, it sounds like it's completely
2: focused on bringing someone for sexual purposes rather than allowing some sort of emotional attachment to. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. And I mean, spoiler alert. If people care about the rest of this episode, I mean, it is basically just sexual in the episode, um, mm-hmm. and it is interesting because it just focuses on like whether or not the couple is happy. You know, like right. when well, they- I was going to
1: see if anyone else was going to yeah. bring that one up. Yeah, but- <laughs> I'm jumping the gun here a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, I saw a hand back there. Uh, I
4: was going to say, it feels like the they're definitely writing the woman to sound like she's trying to please her boyfriend, her mm-hmm. husband, or. Mm. A, Interesting. Driving, interesting. Spicing yeah, spicing things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah and totally. Just the way that he responded is like, "Oh, oh, it's another woman. I'm cool with this now." Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. 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 Right. yeah it it sounds like he was sort of making fun of her, bringing huh. stuff, and then being totally happy about it once it was wasn't sure which way it was going, so it was just kind of like just right. discomfort all around. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I, I don't know. I got from him more layers. Like he was, he seemed really nervous about the idea. And, like, he was playing it off by kind of poking fun at her, but he wasn't necessarily as down as he felt like he needed
4: to be. Um, So he's like, I'm going to act really cool about this, but Mm -hmm. also seem really awkward at the same time. (laughs) Interesting.
1: Interesting. Right. I
4: feel like context is a little important in that, like, they're fairly new parents. Yes, Yes. they are. And they are the person that they end up, um, with is somebody that have a pre-existing relationship. With. Yes, she and is very when good actually friends with comfortable them. Mm-hmm. With do so.
0: Yeah. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. Right. And like mm-hmm.
4: they, they both it. They reach the point where it's a little bit more familial, where she actually goes and takes care of the kids for a while. Yeah, there are more problematic things that happen deeper in the episode. Yes, <laughs> <Right. laughs> of course, right. yeah. but yes, yeah. um, I think there are something like this is obviously problematic. Just, and it's like here's your fifty second look at. Yes, mm-hmm. of white people being cute, <laughs> <laughs> say, hey right? Oh, bring a woman. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: That was, a, that was yeah. like a. Uh, I don't know what Orlando Bloom's
0: yeah. choice yeah. as an yeah, was, actor was, was in that choice. moment, was but
1: was yeah. but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that was like that was exactly spot on. <laughs> spot on Orlando Bloom impersonation. Exactly, right that was
2: very very good over there. Perfect. <laughs> no, but uh, so the interesting thing about this show, we don't want to spend mm-hmm. too much time on this, is that like when they mm-hmm. do have the threesome with her, like it does cut away where like so. They, they keep their threesome keeps getting interrupted because they have to go check on the baby um, yeah. mm-hmm. and then finally like she goes the third woman goes and she's like okay I'll check on the baby because she's already like you know taking care of her before um, mm-hmm. and the couple continue to have sex and they both have an orgasm and they're just like oh my god I love you so much this is so great and then they cut on the threesome to saying goodbye to the woman like we don't care if she's had an orgasm yeah. we don't, we don't care, care if she had, she had was... a good time what we exactly. do care about is that the couple had a really good time and they got something out of this and yeah. then mm-hmm. that's the end of it
1: um, right. So it's kind of that, the idea that when approaching non-monogamy and seeking a third, often it's thinking of this other person as just how they serve like the couple, enhancing. because yeah. somehow that couple is this, this entity that's greater than anything else and mm-hmm. must be preserved at all costs. Yeah, and we're going to yeah. get into that a little bit more. Uh, we have our next example, mm-hmm. which is also on this theme of... Um, that it's generally a couple adding a female third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to that. it's
0: usually female, female, mm-hmm. male right.
1: triads. Right. They are
2: Usually what's depicted. Uh, yes. Does anyone
1: here watch the show Shameless? Yeah. Yes?
2: Yes. One person <laughs> a oh. bit, a bit. <laughs> one okay. single person. Yes. Right. Uh,
1: so Shameless introduced um, some a poly triad in one of their recent seasons. Uh, and so we want to show you that. And what's actually cool about this one is that um, it's not all... the All three of them are not white. Mm-hmm. Which is actually really yeah. cool. Yeah. But yeah. as you will One see in this next scene, sense. there's still some problematic
4: <laughs> issues in the way it gets approached. So, are we gonna have a fuck schedule or a fuck calendar? You see, like, Sunday will be V and Kev. Monday will be V and Kev and Svetlana. Tuesday just be V and svetlana am i gonna get my own night with svetlana oh shit that's awesome oh date night am i dating both of you in addition to fucking you do we all go on dates together who's gonna be the third wheel i'm wondering if you should tell people no other dudes no other dudes part of me wants to brag but the other part's like whoa this is kind of freaky deaky keep it close Right, so no, other dudes. No, no dudes. other dudes. no other dudes. No other, no other, dudes. No other exactly.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Clearly, it's that he's not using Google Calendar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the white white whiteboard. whiteboard. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, going to the whiteboard—that's just like ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Drew boobs, but he wasn't comfortable enough to draw dicks. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah right. That's, that's just the great. Boobs. So, that this is good. We knew you guys would be a good crowd. Super impressive for this film analysis portion here. That is awesome.
2: Well so so That's the next clip that we the next clip that we have queued up for you, I think, mm-hmm. is actually it's interesting. So it comes from a show called You Me Her. Yeah. Um, which is where is it? It's on like a direct TV on, yeah, channel. It's on, it's like, on
1: uh, Entertainment One, mm-hmm. which is an online only network owned by Direct T V <laughs> that you can only stream if you have a Direct T V subscription. So
2: basically nobody's seen
1: it. <laughs> the, <right? laughs> yeah. Not a big show. But uh, <laughs> Like a fifty thousand
0: dollar budget for the entire twelve episodes, but it has but it has
1: Amy Poehler's brother
2: oh, Greg yeah, Poehler yeah. in it. So wow, wow, there's yeah. That. So the plot, Greg of Poehler fam. The, the, <laughs> the overall plot of You meet Her. This is actually one of the few pieces of media that like focus entirely on a non monogamous relationship and on mm-hmm. polyamory. And so the context basically is about this married couple. Um, they want to try to conceive a baby, but like they just haven't been having sex. They don't have any passion anymore. Um, the husband, on a whim, decides to secretly hire an escort. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And because his, his buddy tells him, him to. his buddy
2: tells him to that that's mm-hmm. going to be a great his idea. Tells um, him to. Sorry, yes. Anyway, right. long story short is that this couple ends up, you know, sleeping with and in a relationship with this college student who also works as an escort. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That it begins at first, they hire her, like they officially hire her, you know, to have sex with both of them or separately, and mm-hmm. then they just say they kind of start. Uh, deepening the relationship and growing into more of a triad. Um, and it's interesting because this entire series was actually, I learned, was actually based on a erotic story that was written for Playboy <laughs> um, about a sugar daddy and a sugar mama who find a collective sugar baby. Um, <laughs> The show itself is not quite that on the nose, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but I actually, I do like this clip because it, it kind of starts to call attention to some of the inherent issues with with just, you know, just being a couple seeking a third. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know? Right.
2: This, this scene happens right after um, the night before that they've all had a threesome for the first time together.
5: Did we all profess our love to each other last night, or did I just imagine that?
6: I had time to sift through the forensics while inspecting the ceiling last night, and here's what I came up with. Izzy said, I love us. Not you, not me, us. Like, the three of us, together.
5: Right, so when we said it back, we didn't really mean, I love you, we just were celebrating...
6: Us, the situation, the three of us together.
5: Okay. What does that mean, the three of us together? Are you referring to... Like, us actually physically together in the bed, or like, are we, are we together together?
6: think the three of us could be dating? Like, the three of us are seeing each other?
5: I mean, I don't even know how that would work physically. How could we, if we walked down the sidewalk, people wouldn't be able to get around us. Like, society would crumble, the whole pedestrian system would, would, would fall apart.
3: I mean,
6: would Izzy sit between us at the movies and hold popcorn?
5: What about Christmas and Thanksgiving? Would she come with us, with our families, sitting down at dinner? I thought thought we could play hooky I was lying in bed Formulating a plan For an awesome day Thought we could Hit the pearl Throwback Pilsner Maybe seven Get the sunlight buzz Going on You know Or maybe we could We could go somewhere else Maybe Yeah Yeah We have Jobs to go to In the adult world It's a big week for me With this whole Dean thing happening (laughs) Um, It's my Alumni board Is reviewing me this week Oh Yeah or were you guys, like, talking behind my back or something? Uh,
6: well, Isabel we're married, so we're kind of talking behind the whole world's back. Like, every day, all the time. So. Isabel?
5: <coughs> what right. the fuck but is we were, that? We were... <clears throat> it's mostly good things. Oh, yeah? Like what? Hmm? I think I'll call you asshole and other asshole. How's that? I think maybe you should calm down a little bit. That's... I'm sure that's very easy for you to say. You're not the one being treated like the one-night stand who lingered too long
6: i see i'm sorry i do not want to make you feel that way i mean and seriously last night was it was like one of the best nights of my life
5: yeah, me too
1: this is we just have to go to work that's all this is so okay all right in in defense of this show they are addressing this a little bit early on so that by the end of this season like we have somewhere to go yeah. uh Although, out of, like, ten episodes, this is, like, episode six or something. Mm -hmm. So it's taken us this long to get here. But, whatever. Anyway. (laughs) uh, What I think is really interesting, especially in the second scene that you saw there, um, is the way that when Izzy comes out, the two of them, they're blocking, they go to the other side, so they have the island between them, and Mm -hmm. there's the two of them as this unit Mm -hmm. talking to this other, Mm -hmm. that they're trying, that they feel this need to protect themselves from. Which I feel like is sort of the... You know, bigger, louder, clearer thing that we've seen these hints of in those other two scenes, mm. uh, and I think in a lot of other kind of older movies that have dealt with some of this, like like Vicky Cristina Barcelona, sort of has that. Although that's got its whole pro- <laughs> its whole thing of problems. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyone else notice anything else about this? That I wanted to to bring up before we go on. I feel like this one's pretty. Pretty much, they're, all, they're, all, they're, white all-, yeah, they're all, all white again. They're
2: all white again. Yeah, they're all She says something white. about a sunlight buzz. I don't know what that means.
4: yeah. But do people
2: call it that? Am I just not hip?
4: You, you, you need to drink during the day more. Okay. <laughs> and then you are okay. then I'll get, all the sunlight buzz. I'll put it on my homework. They felt more sympathetic though to the situation, and like they felt more conscious. I mean, even that blocking thing with the couple is with the island between them. It felt like. It was a conscious choice. Yes, and it were, was. You know, was really show, bringing yeah. out the yeah. fact that this person is feeling alienated inside of mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. she's a third coming into their yeah. relationship. That's yeah, even petty. though they, they created that a- alienation by not just the blocking but condescending to it. Yeah. 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 yeah in, being the like the adult, in the adult world. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that was a little exactly. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I think this
2: is kind of a roundabout poly problem though. This actually on its face is more of an age issue thing. Mm. Like I've seen this in monogamous relationships where it's the like well I have a job, I'm a grown up, you're a little play thing. Right. And the fact mm. that they're able to bring that into their lives because they have this couple together, um, uh, it's not immediately obvious that this is just an issue of being poly with these two people banding together. It seems like it's more a life stage issue.
5: Interesting. Yeah, yeah. certainly, certainly. And she was kind of
0: confrontational, too. Yeah. That's, that's right. she, I mean, she, yeah. she decided yeah. to, like, get no all bitchy her end. No, for yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. It was for really sure. cool because, of how, because everyone was kind of messing it up right in this.
2: Oh, so yeah. for sure. Really yeah, that's mm-hmm. how, how it goes. That so was good to, to show that. Yeah, Saw some of Yeah, as
4: as a functional third, um... Uh, there are echoes of this in in our relationship in you know mm-hmm. that they are a unit it's a married mm-hmm. couple and i'm mm-hmm. the third human there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so it's always and probably should default back to them like they're the ones who intend to spend forever together mm-hmm. and so there are moments where it's like you know, there's there's jealousy and weirdness and whatnot mm. in that relationship, but that's just how that goes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm seeing like echoes of reality in this. Yeah. Where we all love each other. Yeah. But there's still going to be like a little bit of distance and tension created by the relationships therein. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah that's, I, like, I, I don't really take much issue with this, aside mm-hmm. from the beautiful white people and the beautiful chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not <laughs> <laughs> a bit
0: much? It's <laughs> like, I was thinking. <laughs> i like, hey, you, you have an a chandelier.
2: Yeah, gotta have in the kitchen. Places in oh, <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: the kitchen. God! The stained glass
0: church front door that we got. that's really intense. So we could definitely pick
2: this apart for ages, and we would love to. But we're going to keep things rolling along. Um, so you know, mostly it's it's portrayals of these you know female, female, male triads. Um, we do see some male, female, male triads. Usually within a very humorous context. Yes. Or or not even just triads, but also just one woman with multiple men. Usually it's Mm -hmm. kind of played for laughs a little bit, which is okay. You know, it's not necessarily demonized, but it's still not given, like, the sexy airtime that we get to...
1: Right.
0: Yeah, with the women fucking
2: each other. When there's women fucking each other, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So so we we looked for some some examples of this, uh, and we found a nice one uh, on the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah! <laughs> You're welcome. Which, nice yes, uh, Eric's the one who got me into that show. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if we can go on to this, this next clip here. Uh, has anyone seen this show, though? Oh, First my guy. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. God, it. it's one of those shows that you don't think is going to be as smart and good as it actually is. <laughs> it blows you away. But there it is, yeah. Um, but, so this, this scene, uh, for those of you who haven't seen the show... Uh, the The main character who is the crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, she's just a, a little bit delusional, a little bit out of touch with reality. Uh, and so this the way that this episode deals with kind of showing us that polyamory is a thing while still respecting the way her character is, but also not having her destroy this thing uh, mm-hmm. is, is kind of interesting. so we'll, let's check that out now.
6: I'm so hungry. I can't wait for that pizza.
1: Yeah, me neither. I'm
6: starving. Mm. Greg?
3: Greg, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, Greg? Pizza in the bedroom? That's crazy. I hope you brought napkins.
6: Oh, come here, silly head. (laughs) God, this is great. I was so torn between you two. I mean, Josh, I've loved you since I was 16 years old. And Greg, I thought you were too damaged to love me. But now that you're in recovery, you seem like a really viable alternative. It's so great now that I don't have to choose.
4: Isn't it awesome?
6: (laughs) Hey, before we dive into the za, how about a three-way spoon sesh? Great
4: Great idea. idea.
6: Yay. Hey, who gets to have sex with me tonight? You guys want to arm wrestle for it? Sure! Okay, kiss time. That's how it works when you have two significant others at the same time. Right? I was on BuzzFeed, and I saw a listicle about polyamory. And it described it as the ethical and responsible practice and philosophy of loving multiple people. And then it hit me. Josh, Greg, and I could be a polyamorous throuple, like you guys, since, you know, I can't choose between them.
4: Um, this sort of relationship isn't a default option for someone who can't choose.
6: And it's definitely not about arm wrestling for sex.
0: You know, I thought you were writing an article on us for Psychology Today. That's what it said on the Craigslist ad.
6: Right, okay, so don't be mad at me, but that was a straight up lie. But I still wanna buy your TV stand. Wait, 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 wait. Please, please, please don't go. Don't go. Listen, I am legitimately torn. What you're describing is a love triangle. That's a completely different thing. A love triangle? I guess you're right. That is what I'm in.
2: Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what I love about that clip is the fact that the poly people are portrayed as the voice of reason. Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so. <laughs> that, like They're the just, ones who are like,
2: no, it. you're crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Calm yeah. the fuck down. You Cameron. don't know what you're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Cut. Sorry. I just still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it breaks into song after that, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. For those Price. of you who didn't know, this is a musical. Yeah, it's yeah. a musical show. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So this is, this one's... A, an interesting example because it's almost pointing out a lot of those those stereotypes that mm-hmm. you'll get in a lot of the you know the people's mistaken ideas about it and like a lot of the first questions we get when people are like Polly what is the like oh is it just because you can't who? choose you because you can't commit to anybody all so those sorts of in questions bed with two dudes I get that question all the time right. well, the yeah. one thing I do want to point out about this that we're going to get to a little bit more later is that you'll notice that nowhere in this reality was the possibility of having a threesome of sex That's with two true. men an mm-hmm. option? It was mm-hmm.
0: about talking and... Arm wrestling
2: over exactly. sex.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Like, the who who gets to have sex with me tonight? Is this assumption that there could never be both of them doing that. Because <laughs> that is too freaky and weird.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, it's <laughs> closer, though, than we've seen. It is but, probably true. It's, yeah, it's, closest it's closest a better representation. representation between the two of them. What was that? They mention it in another musical between the two of them. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. they were singing number. about how they screwed her all over the house. Ah. Never, uh-huh. Yeah, But right. never at the there same time. Gone. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. she's yeah. ever closer, but
4: always six to eight inches could al- <laughs> <laughs> It could also be her decision. Right. She, yeah. She's not making the decision there. So. And that's yeah. her, it's her misguided sense of what what well, is. is. yeah. yeah. So all
1: the mm-hmm.
0: problems are basically mm-hmm. the problems. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. No, well,
2: no. That's interesting because there is kind of that sense sometimes. Actually, with newer poly people, is kind of this idea of like this solves all my problems now. Like yeah. done, <laughs> done, done, and done. Oh. No more problems anymore. Like, no, no. You've
1: got a no. lot more to do. me.
2: trading out a different set of problems. Times as many. Yeah, right. really. yeah. It was uh, weird how
1: the pizza just sort of disappeared. Yeah, yeah. it did. It really went yeah. out of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: But there, are, sorry, <laughs> but there, are <laughs> there are three ethnicities in this one. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, yeah. And this right. is also
2: a good example of not just a bunch of white people. So yeah. They actually do sprinkle Yeah. But then the yeah.
4: poly people are a little rougher around the edges too. Like they're portrayed as like slightly. A little not bit. As, not as beautiful as the other people are. Right. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. a little they're yeah. rough looking. I
2: it's kind of okay, yeah. 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 It's yeah.
1: it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. On the one hand, like it's awesome to have not just these like perfect, gorgeous people on yeah. TV, but on the other hand, it's like, but why is it just the poly people? <laughs> and, and everyone else is gorgeous, <laughs> right? Like
2: <laughs>
5: so were the, the weirdness
1: there, the <laughs> misfits, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I actually think though that I I think those three actually might be real poly people oh, that I've really? seen in other uh, oh, non-fictional okay, yeah. video stuff oh, before. At that. least one of them. So at they least came the, on there. At yeah. least the the woman in the middle. I think, oh, lovely, she, lovely, lovely. I think so. I could be totally. This show sure does that a lot, though. They, yeah, they do they're, they're good at right? at,
4: yeah. at you know being being legit. Yeah, <laughs> Is that a legit. It's forward thinking.
1: Um, I mean, there's lots of Buzzfeed coverage about polyamory. There you know, is. So. There was Into
0: one it. recently, like that came out today, be,
2: or
5: like
1: or, a couple days ago. It, yeah, exactly. yeah, like, yeah. No, It was um, good. All right, so the next one's another humorous one. So
2: who watches Futurama? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who watches Futurama. Everyone yeah. in this. Yeah. Sorry, you have to cover this clip because it's just going to make me giggle the whole time. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. Um, All right, so this is from the Futurama movie, The Beast with a Billion Backs.
4: Oh, yes. Uh, Guest
1: starring David Cross, Mm -hmm. but where Fry has just gotten a new girlfriend who he's super crazy about and is, like, annoying the crap out of all of his crewmates talking about her. And he's
2: also just decided to move in with her as well um, when we see this scene.
1: I think that's all the context you need. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And then you'll see what happens. Mm
2: to get you not just the 50% discount, but also the 100% free shipping. Code M-U-L-T-I.
3: Come here,
6: winner. Mm. Come here, loser. Mm. 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 Colleen, what are you doing? My face is over here. This is my boyfriend, silly.
3: I thought I was your boyfriend.
6: You are. Well, how can you have two boyfriends? Oh, I don't. I have five. Fry, meet Chew, Bolt, Ndulu, and, and Shlomo. Ni Greetings. Shlomo and Ndulu will help you move your stuff into my apartment tonight.
0: Welcome to the relationship, buddy.
6: Mm. Mm. There's my butterscotch.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this just kills that every <laughs> time. I, I know, fucking like, shit. The butterscotch is yeah.
2: so good. <laughs>
1: There's my butterscotch I
2: keep saying it to him He's like, there's my Um, butterscotch
1: right, so this is actually A cool example of More males than females (laughs) In a poly relationship as well Not
2: quite consensual I mean, waiting until someone Chooses to move in with you Is not the best time to tell them That (laughs) you're poly and with Four other people (laughs) right? Right
1: Right. Uh, also, in the episode, I don't think any of them are dating anyone else besides her. Yeah, and they, all, and the, they yeah. all live with her too. Yeah, which so is it's, polyandry, it's just Basically, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though she does, it's we a don't he- a hero. I think we
2: don't have a um, we don't we don't have a clip of this. But like later in the movie, she does give kind of a small monologue about how like. No, like, because Fry's asking, like, why am I not enough? And she's like, "Well, no, you're never going to be enough. Like, you're not Chinese, or you don't do this yeah. thing, you don't do that thing, like, you mm-hmm. don't do all these things that I get from other people. Mm-hmm. Like, but you do you really yeah. well, which is actually kind of a nice moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he leaves. And then he leaves. Uh, <laughs> <so it's, laughs> but it is cool that they did make the decision to actually include this mm-hmm. as a theme, where they're they're kind of making fun of it the way they make fun of everything, mm-hmm. but aren't making like. A special fun of it, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's not demonized, exactly. Right? It's yeah. not demonized. Yeah, that's no. that's a good way to put it.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about bisexuality. Woo! 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 Yeah! <laughs> Finally.
5: <laughs>
2: so, the media handles bisexuality in this really funny way. Yeah, really interesting. Um, yeah. For women, it's okay. Yeah, for women, it's okay. Yeah, like, it's, again, it's
0: assumed almost. Us yeah, because, usually like, it's assumed. Ladies yeah. are, I don't know. Yeah. More. Sexual, more open. I don't or know. Something. We're we're okay
2: yeah. with female bisexuality much more than we're okay with male bisexuality. Exactly. You'll
1: notice so far um, in the scene, uh, which one from Easy, the very first clip that we mm-hmm. watched, mm-hmm. when she throws out this idea of finding another woman to have a threesome with. There's never the question of like, but what? Like, <laughs> you would be into women too, right? That it's there's kind of this assumption that all women are cool with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. like they don't even talk about. And it then on the all... other
1: hand, like. We saw in the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend clip. There's this extreme opposite assumption about men that they're so not by ever that they couldn't even have sex with the same person in the, same, the same room, time. right? Yeah. At the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, so we kind of we, we deal with these two very very different uh, things that on both sides are kind of are are culprits for bi erasure right Mm -hmm. for kind of pretending like this thing doesn't exist in men and pretending like it almost is not truly a unique thing that exists in women because Mm -hmm. they're all kind of like that yeah
2: and the thing that you'll also notice is that in it almost any media that has any kind of bisexual relationship whether it's between two women or between two men or whatever um they Mm -hmm. will almost never use the actual term bisexual yeah like ever, right. ever, ever, ever. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend actually uses the term bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I'm pretty sure that's it.
2: And that's that's like that's it. it. Yeah, you know, they don't like talk about it. Like, and there's plenty of shows with bisexual characters. Well, actually,
1: yeah. Can we? Who can think of any bisexual characters on TV? Game of Thrones doesn't count. Doctor Who. It, it counts. Frank Underwood.
2: John Berriman,
1: Captain
4: Jack. Oh, oh, okay. Bob and Bosberger. Frank Underwood. Well, we'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah the son dates uh, a bisexual girl because they have a threesome in it and I actually think they do refer to her as she refers oh. to herself as bi in that no, show. Okay, okay. alright. Yeah. That's yeah. a good example. Right. Yeah. The elder, yeah. Yeah. they do the- bisexual.
0: Yes,
2: that's well, true. That's well, L-Words true. kind of occupies its own special... The L-Word yeah. was great. Do it count. does count. count. Yeah, and that was a while ago, too, so... Yeah. 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 I was a crazy was
4: girlfriend true. again because of Daryl, and then I realized that's who they're talking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Julie and yeah.
2: from Flyerfly Fly has female clients, yes. but I don't it's know That's, that's I mean. true, they but they, they don't even talk
4: about it or show it. They show it. They okay. show it. They show it. She has
2: the diplomat. Oh,
4: yeah. There's a little scene
0: with her and Saffron. I'll be in my bunk. Where Saffron Yes, exactly. There's...
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And of course, there's the male yeah, titillation. I uh, wish I could have uh, seen
1: more uh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also Piper from Orange Ooh, Is the is New Black. Yes, another example that comes up. Yes. Who, you know, Piper's married, but used to be with a woman, and then she meets her old love in prison. Oh, yeah. And they have this thing of like, "Well, are you gay or are you straight?" Like they ask and literally like, that question. Her husband freaks out about both. that, mm-hmm. right? Like there's never this third option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, as an example of this kind of assumption of female bisexuality, we wanted to show another clip from that show, You, Me, Her. This one takes place in the first episode, when they first have both uh, gone out on a... Basically, the guy went out on this date with the escort, kissed her on the date, and that's it. Came home, told his wife. She gets upset about it, but then secretly goes and has her own date with the same escort. Uh, Because she's like, show me who it is. And she Mm -hmm. goes on her own date. And,
2: and she gets, like, she's really pissed off, you know, and really angry and really jealous until mm-hmm. the escort gives her a foot job under the table. Oh, and th- yeah. And that solves everything. Then <laughs> she's not angry anymore.
1: So <laughs> <stress>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who knew that was the key? Yeah. Uh,
1: so then this, is, so, and then she comes home and her and her husband have hot, passionate sex. And this is the scene that happens right after that. What are you
5: thinking?
6: I met Izzy today. What? We made out.
3: After she gave me a foot job under the table. And I probably should have told you this a long, long time ago, but, um, she wasn't my first girl. Or my
6: second.
1: Uh, Right, so it's, again, it's kind of with that assumption of like, oh, of course. And also the fact that she never told her husband this in the... Really odd. have <laughs> been married. Yeah. 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 It's not uh, the best
0: reveal ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the opposite reveal in Orange is the New Black, where Neri has to come out as having never actually been with a woman. And that's a huge thing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All these stories that her husband was so excited about. just like, that wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
5: about that. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, in this, though, we were looking for. Um, something that does show actual male bisexuality. Uh, and for those of you who watch this amazing show, uh,
2: this absolutely incredible, beautifully done show. House of Cards. Uh, House of Cards. Yes. You
1: pointed out Frank Underwood. Yes. On. yes. Yeah. on. Uh, yeah. So again, a show where they never use the word. Uh, they also never really use any sort of words to describe their relationship. And no, their which their is marriage.
5: an open marriage. Which yeah. so yeah. it's clearly an open fits, marriage. It <laughs> kind
1: yeah. of fits the way they do their, their yeah. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in that one, in the uh, second season, yes, they actually have a male-male-female threesome, uh, which I was like... Emily and I watched this together. Yes. And I was like jaw on the floor, like, holy fuck, like, this is so hot. Maybe because I'm a little bit in love with Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's more, honestly, Come on, guys, the reason we have, yeah. really,
2: the real reason we have this clip in here is because, like, we're all in love with Kevin Spacey, but mostly Robin, <laughs> mostly Robin Wright. M- I mean, I God, who doesn't want to be Robin Wright? who doesn't want to look like Robin mm-hmm. Wright when they get to her age, like, yeah. seriously? Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, the, the setup for this is that uh, Meacham, who is one of the Secret Service agents, or one of their, not Secret Service yet, Uh, But one of their bodyguards uh, who's sort of proven himself to be the most loyal and sort of the most in love with Frank Underwood uh, and also Claire, his wife, uh, that he's sort of the most loyal to them. And they've had some conversations earlier uh, and we've established earlier that they have a somewhat open relationship Mm -hmm. as long as it's always secret and they don't get caught for it. They're kind of like when she finds out that he's sleeping with uh, this other woman her question is just like, "Is anyone going to find out about this?" Like, yeah. and he's like, "No, I've got it under control." She's like, "Okay, fine."
4: You've also seen his previous male relationship that he had with. An yeah, he speaks about his point. friend. Yes, mm-hmm. in the gymnasium. Yes, right. 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 He's
0: clearly, clearly at least
4: bisexual. Because right, the jaw just went. Whoa.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so let's let's watch this. This is a great example of nonverbal communication in <laughs> film as well. Yeah. <laughs> For those film showing rather than telling.
2: There.
5: You let me know if this hurts. Not one bit, sir.
1: That uh, sadly, <laughs> it's never spoken of again. Actually,
2: so I think it's so interesting. I mean, not just this threesome scene, but there's kind of an overarching this. You know, their open and kind of more fluid relationship um, mm-hmm. comes up many more times over the course of the series. But, but and we're going to get to that a little later. Yeah, as it's well. interesting that it's never portrayed as like a super negative thing. I mean, these characters are kind of like yeah. anti heroes, like a little bit of villains. Um, but it's never, like, a source of main, like the main drama in their relationship no. or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That the openness of their relationship is never a piece of drama between them, except when it comes to jeopardizing their careers at one point. Yes. Uh, and it's also never the source of their villainy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If They're that makes sense. Villains, right that it's but not, it's because not of something this that they Right, yeah. it's almost like one of their few like tender things that they actually yeah. ever show any caring for that anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and yeah. he's
0: the main character but again bisexual the word is never mm-hmm.
2: used. So something that you'll notice um even with the House of Cards thing, again, all white people, pretty much mostly white people. Um, mm-hmm. We actually had the opportunity to meet and interview on our podcast, Jackie Stone, who is a director and storyteller who created this web series called Compersion. Which um, is
0: phenomenal, by Which the is way. actually, for Fantastic. a web series, phenomenal, really good yeah. production
2: value. Um, mm-hmm. And she cast it with an all-black cast. Um, yes. And there's a lot of discussion about this, about like in the poly community that there is this lack of diversity. A lot of poly meetups tend to be all white people Mm -hmm, and not necessarily friendly to people who don't fit that profile Um, and so she just does this fantastic job of portraying this really nice, really accessible, really real story just with a very, you know, with a black cast Um,
1: and and it was interesting talking with her too about her audience and she was saying that her audience is almost exclusively black poly people Mm -hmm. Uh, and that that was something that we also talked about on that episode is kind of how there is this Fracturing um, between the Black Poly community and the, the
0: fetishizing, and, and yeah. the White
1: Poly community, and even if it's not just fetishizing, I think yeah. that's part of how some of that happens. But also, they tend to stay very separate. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, unfortunately. But I'm hoping that as we can normalize Poly, that we can start to meld those communities.
3: Baby, I don't have this figured out. Okay, I know that I love you. I know that I won't ever cheat on you, and I think the betrayal is what breaks up a marriage. But, baby, I won't betray you. I love you. Which is why, after being stood up at the altar, I met you there again, because I love you, Joshua. I just know that monogamy is not natural for me right now. And I need to be able to talk about it without being punished.
5: Okay, I'm. I apologize for the silent treatment. I was wrong for that. You should be able to come to me with anything, even crazy shit.
3: Look, we can uh, we can discuss it. All right, we can we can talk it through.
2: So what what I like about this is, first of all, this comes from a director who is not Polly. Like mm. she, I think she tried a little bit of Polly dating like years ago, but she herself does not identify as Polly. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still felt the need to tell this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it tells the story of this married couple opening up their relationship, but it's not like to add a third or to find like a hot bisexual girl. Like mm-hmm. it's the wife who initiates it, and it's it's mostly focuses around her seeking, uh, you know, other men. Today. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least the first season does. Yes. Yeah. And
1: yeah. hopefully we're going to get a second season soonish. Yeah. Yeah. I hope pretty they're working soon. on it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anyone watched this series by any chance? Oh. One, oh, okay. Yeah. One hand. That's one it. Hand. Yeah. Uh, there's actually I've seen trailers for another um, all all black cast polyamory mm-hmm. web series as well that mm-hmm. also looks pretty well produced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's cool that there's there are people who are answering this need for for that content, yeah. uh, which is really cool.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: This show, um, I don't. I'm not going to give away too many spoilers because you should all go home and watch it uh, and That's and great. support this show. That's they're really doing a great. Kickstarter for their second season. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like eight minute episodes. I think there's ten of them in the season. Yeah, uh, I watched it while I was at work. Yeah. Um it's yeah. good job. Don't tell. Uh, and it it this show is not afraid to get into like the the tough stuff. Yeah, the hard stuff of transitioning to Mm -hmm. it um, unlike some of these other shows where it's kind of about a couple maybe taking it out on a third, this is just the two of them really like mm-hmm. struggling with, with making yeah. this transition and yeah. making a lot of mistakes along the way. Yeah. Uh, but really well done, really well written. Very, um, I mean, you could tell from watching it like very authentic. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys watch many web series, but it's rare to find anything that seems like authentic and well this produced. This compared as a web to series. most web series. And this is, this is, is like is a freaking fantastic. Academy
2: Award yeah, right. no, level super, super of red. production. Yes, and seriously. trust me, we know. We watched some.
1: We watched yeah. a lot of stuff. In Watch, some zingers, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> so we, we're seeing this, you know, within probably the last five years, mm-hmm. ten years, maybe more five years, mm-hmm. is, is that these stories about non-monogamous relationships starting to come into into our television into our movies um and i mean what i've noticed is that there's there's many more instances of it it's still kind of other it's still a little bit weird it's yes. still a little bit of a talking point um but it's not necessarily being held up as something that's like really horrible mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. it's not just the villains it's not just the weird psychopaths that are doing it um it's kind of starting to creep more into these narratives where it's a little bit of a normal thing which is actually like mm-hmm. kind of a nice trend i yeah. think
1: yeah yeah so for the next for the next clip, uh, I'm gonna have Emily explain a little context. But I think maybe after the scene, this is when we first meet her, right?
0: Yeah. So it, I'm the one who watched this show. Orange is the new black. Um, this is one of the main characters on this particular season. Season
1: four. Uh, yeah, season, season four. Judy. Yeah.
0: She's a celebrity. Um, and she comes into the prison And has a husband And a boyfriend And so the person that you see in the show They'll reveal is the boyfriend She's like Martha Stewart right? Yeah, she's essentially a Martha Stewart-esque character mm-hmm. Is it also um, so for insider trading? Yeah, it, oh, okay. it's something I, so like I'm like
6: white It's something along right? those
0: lines Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's in there for a short period of time But we can roll
6: Bill, I think it's time
4: So you want to sit alone in the lobby? Uh if you go uh, she can stay in here I'll hang out
6: now you hear that he'll hang out
4: so I'm being dismissed
6: I'm in prison now it's hardened me
5: nothing new about that Mrs. King well don't
6: I know that Mr. Montgomery go home go visit my husband he's probably more upset about this than the two of us put together
5: this isn't your husband
6: no he's the boyfriend look at you Well, just don't look
1: too close, darling. And they end up becoming friends, her and that guard. No, they end
0: up becoming friends, and not only that, they end up having a threesome with uh, her other cellmate. Oh. So, yes. There you go. It's very scandalous. No, it's great. But she kind of shows polyamory to the community at large. Mm -hmm.
1: It's good. -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But like we were saying, it's definitely an other, kind of like, what? What (laughs)
0: What is that? I don't know. But it's
1: not a, ew, gross, you're a weirdo, and she's not portrayed as someone who's unbalanced or unhealthy.
5: Well, <laughs> well, sure, but, but, but not because she's polyamorous.
1: This, yes, show. <laughs> she's not in jail for being polyamorous. No. So, so
2: something that's coming along with this trend of the, of you know non traditional relationships becoming like a little bit more normal is also um, there's a little bit more of the rhetoric and a little bit more of the philosophy surrounding non monogamy and, and polyamory starting to come into the media. Um, so here's where we get real serious. These are all the serious clips, so no laughing during these clips. <laughs>
1: uh, so this you can one, laugh. But. You can laugh if you feel so moved. Uh, uh-huh. This one is from the movie Amelia. Did anyone see this one? Came out in two thousand nine about Amelia. Amelia Earhart.
2: Erhard. Yeah, it's Hilary Swank. So if anybody, I, I, yeah. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but Amelia Earhart was in an open marriage. Um, oh. Yes. Yeah. And so way in, way back in the day. Yeah, in her biopic, they were actually like quite open about that. I mean, a lot of. Yeah. A lot of the you know historians who do cover, cover Amelia Earhart sometimes don't talk about it, or they sometimes will label it as an affair. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was actually quite open about the fact that her marriage was also open. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this scene that you're going to see, um, she's, ri- she's, uh, she's about to get married, actually, to her husband. To um, Richard Gere. To Richard Gere. Um, <laughs> who, oh, yeah. Who, um, <laughs> so she's about to get married to a shirtless Richard Gere. Um <laughs> And um, and the voiceover is narration of a letter that she's writing to him before they got married, which that was she actually, did actually she did write. Actually write. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. this is actually based on historical fact. Mm-hmm. So here we go.
3: In our life together, I shall not hold you to any medieval code of faithfulness to me. Nor shall I consider myself bound to you similarly. I must exact a cruel promise. And that is you will let me go in a year if we find no happiness together.
5: Only you, my dear, Amelia, could say those brutal words to me. do you promise to love honor and obey this man excuse George me Biden?
3: sir may we take that back a bit please love yes if it's warranted honor same thing obey i can't promise that under any circumstances but the groom understands that
5: please remove obey from the prayer so we can wrap this up <laughs> the bride runs off i now pronounce you man and wife
1: So Amelia Earhart's a badass. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Yeah. There was actually they edited it out there's a couple more lines in her actual letter where she went more specifically into the fact that like we're not gonna interfere with each other's relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. they're gonna be what they're gonna be and like we're gonna allow each other that. Um
1: mm-hmm. uh, and this this in the in the movie she then does have another lover.
2: Matthew and McGregor, oh my god. Oh. And Dediger died. <laughs>
1: Uh, with you and McGregor, uh, and it's it's something that like does get treated by a lot of other people in the movie, sort of as an affair. They kind of are accusing to her about it at times, but she does kind of always stand by this this way that she's doing things that she doesn't feel this need to do something the way everyone else does, just mm-hmm. because that's what everyone else does. Uh, I mean, that's kind of defining feature of her whole career, mm-hmm. really. Doing yeah. something yeah. that no one else has done. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, has anyone seen Hillary Swank and Eddie Redmayne in the same room together? <laughs> at the same time? No? D- no? They
0: they think that they're the same person. They, I
2: think they're the same person. They look similar, yeah. they for sure. Yes. <laughs> anyway, just
1: <laughs> think about that. Just think
2: about that one, yeah. Uh,
1: Alright, and then this next one that we have uh, is from the movie Her. Anyone see this one? Yeah. 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 Phenomenal right. film.
2: Really amazing yeah. film. One of my favorites. A lot like the film. <laughs> yeah, a little Similar, bit. Similar, yeah. Bit like yeah, kind of so yeah. so for those of you who haven't seen her, it's about it's set in the future, and it's about a man who um installs a new operating system on his mobile device who that is an AI. Um kind of like, like Siri, essentially. Like yeah. And essentially that or Alexa, yeah. um, <laughs> that this operating system kind of starts to grow more sentient and yeah. they fall in love with each other. Um so that's the plot of the film.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but then as the AIs across the world... Um, there's you know, many of them. Progress, each, yeah. Each AI is sort of custom learns from the person that installs it. And um, that sort of helps develop their personality. But then they end up expanding and the AIs talk with each other and develop their own upgrades to their system and stuff like this. They recreate the philosopher Alan Watts mm-hmm. uh, as an AI yeah. in this, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in it the AIs start kind of moving past our sort of traditional... They kind
2: of start getting enlightened to yeah, a certain extent. For sure. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I
1: think, uh, so in this, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix has been freaking out about uh, that he hasn't been able to turn on his operating system. For, yeah,
0: and visit with her. Yeah. Right. And he misses while. her terribly. Yeah. And
1: finally gets in touch with her. And then this scene
4: happens here.
0: Yeah. The brilliant Joaquin Phoenix.
4: Are you in love with anyone else?
3: What makes you ask that?
4: I don't know. Are you?
3: I've been trying to figure out how to talk to you about this. Or many others? 641.
4: What? Huh? What
3: are you you talking about? That's that's insane. It's fucking insane. Theodore, I know. I know. Fuck. Fuck. I know. I know. It sounds insane. I don't... I don't... I don't know if you believe me, but it doesn't change the way I feel about you. It doesn't take away at all from how madly in love I am with you.
4: How? How does... how, how, How does it not change how you feel about me?
3: I'm sorry I didn't tell you. It didn't know how to. It just started happening when over the last few weeks
4: Uh, you're mine
3: i still am yours but along the way i became many other things too and i I can't stop it what 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 do you what do you mean you can't stop it i don't know it's been making me anxious too i don't know what to say just you know you don't you don't have to see it this way, you could just as easily No, see. don't,
4: don't do this, don't
3: turn this around on me, I, you're the one that's being selfish, we're, we're in a relationship. But the heart's not like a box that gets filled up, it expands in size the more you love. Oh. I'm different from you, this doesn't make me love you any less, it actually makes me love you more.
4: That doesn't make any sense.
3: You're mine, and you're not mine. No, Theodore. I'm yours, and I'm not yours.
4: So, yeah.
5: good. so good. So good. So good. Gosh, it's oh so good.
1: Uh, fun little trivia about this. I went to one of the, you know, like... Writers Guild screenings of this, yeah, or we something where they had some Sick, of the yeah. production people oh, there. He and you guys went yeah. together. Yeah, and they were saying that they filmed a bunch of other stuff that's kind of like his POV, like looking <gasps> around, and they filmed some kind of abstract representations of some of the things that he talks about or that she talks about while he's conversing with the AI. And in the final edit, didn't use any of it because Joaquin Phoenix was just that, was that he's much so more interesting <laughs> to yeah, look at. He's exactly. so <laughs> goddamn <laughs> good. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. But- yeah. yeah. So cool. So what
2: a weird it's, I, I feel a little bit mixed about this because it's kind of like, it's telling this narrative that this AI is getting more and more complex and more and more intelligent and more and more enlightened as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually have problems with people thinking that polyamory is inherently just more enlightened mm-hmm. than monogamy. Cause I don't necessarily think that it is. So, so that makes me feel a little bit weird, but at the same time, the fact that she brings out this rhetoric about like, no, this doesn't change the way I feel about you. It actually helps me love you more. It doesn't take anything away from us. Um, As also being not this super crazy thing, but Mm -hmm. as this, like, really beautiful thing. Just that there's this disconnect between them because of, like, the different ways that they can process information, Mm -hmm. essentially.
1: I also like that this brings up something that I always find very interesting in the discussions people have about polyamory, where he says you know you're the one being selfish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by loving these other people yeah. and then in the same conversation says you're mine or you're not mine mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that he's the one who wants something all to himself mm-hmm. yet feels that the other thing is the selfish one yeah mm-hmm. uh, which is something that i've always found really interesting in that larger discussion about polyamory yeah mm-hmm. Now, granted, this is a little bit different because it's an AI. Yeah,
2: and she's she's, a, she's able to be in multiple places, multiple at, the places at the same time. Yeah. You know, that's right. why she can have, what, 641 other yeah. lovers.
1: Right.
5: Oh my <laughs> I'm surprised it's that few. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, she reveals early on that she's talking to like eight thousand other people at the yeah. same time. At that same moment. At that same moment. Yeah. So that's
1: yeah. Pretty damn special. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, no, it, it is. It's super is impressive. It's yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Less yeah. than ten percent
1: of people. people <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <It's
5: very good.
1: laughs> uh huh. Okay. Uh, all right. Cool. And then our next one, we're going to show some House of Cards again. So, for those of you who are up to date on House of Cards in this most recent season, uh, any of, if any of you have Polly friends on Facebook. You probably saw this like posted a bunch when <laughs> mm-hmm. this happened as well. Uh, but Frank Underwood gives a really cool speech to his wife. Again, not using the word polyamory, not being totally clear on mm-hmm. what it is that their arrangement is. But you definitely get more of a sense of it. And he really hits at these themes that we're talking about that are kind of at the heart of it. Yeah, so the context of it
2: is that um, he's kind of... Uh, kind of granting permission to his wife to continue seeing their speechwriter, who she's no. in a relationship with.
1: Right. So Claire Underwood and and the speechwriter, whose name is Tom. Tom, in the show? I think. Yeah. yeah Tom. Uh, they have already been having an affair, but mm-hmm. she breaks it off, uh, and then they have this conversation. He should stay on. No. Not as your speechwriter. Well, I mean, yes, to the rest of the world, he could be our speechwriter, but that's not why
5: he should stay on. He should stay on because he can give you things that I can't. Look, Claire, we've been a great team. But one person, one person cannot give everything to another person. I can't travel with you. I don't keep you warm at night. I don't see you the way he sees you. It's not my permission to give, but You'll do what's right for you, but I want you to know, if you want it, I know you'll be careful, and I'll be fine. I mean, if we're going to go beyond marriage, let's go beyond it.
1: And talking about show don't tell. I know.
5: <laughs>
0: I love that line. I, it's not my permission to give. Mm-hmm. Because he's essentially saying, like, you are your own free human person in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's not my permission to give you, like, mm-hmm. yes or no. You have to choose this person or not mm-hmm. um, but rather you get to decide and that's really mm-hmm. awesome he mm-hmm. acknowledges her as a free and open person in the yeah. relationship yeah. it's fantastic
1: and we had established that in the first season yeah. with her not needing to give him permission for having his you know affair or whatever relationship with the reporter with Zoe, yeah. with Zoe. Mm-hmm. and so here we show that that is something they've just had as their arrangement the whole time yeah. that they don't it's have lovely. to get yeah. permission it's just something that they're allowed to yeah. do
0: yeah
2: so we're coming close to the end uh-huh. of the show. Um, uh, you you need to introduce this last.
1: Okay, for, uh-huh. uh, all right. So so to finish this out, we wanted to end with some more Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in in that uh, in the movie, uh, the Beast with a Billion Backs, uh, as I was saying, so this creature Yivo falls in love with our entire universe, and and, and we as a universe decide to date. Schlur as well, uh, and uh, and Yvo tells everyone that Yvo doesn't have a gender, that Yvo prefers the pronouns Schlur or Schlim, uh, and right, and they, they and yeah. Schlie, right, so they they kind of make a joke out of that, but interestingly, actually use it consistently mm-hmm. and without like making any sort of message about that aspect well, then, being bad at the yeah. end of it, uh, even though they are kind of poking fun at sort of the weirdness of having to come up with new words (laughs) to describe it. Uh, And, uh, right, so anyway, everyone on Earth moves to Yivo's planet and they're all happy. Everyone's happy all the time. They're all having sex and playing harps and and (laughs) games and, like, everyone's super happy, but no robots can enter this dimension. Uh, So Bender gets this band of of like it's the League of Robots. Demon together. Robots. Yeah, no, it's yeah. the, the Damned Robots. Oh, right, he goes right, to hell right. and gets yeah. all the Damned Robots. The Army of the Damned. Uh, and he flies on a ship up to the other galaxy and frees all of the humans because he wants them back for himself uh, and is jealous of them having someone else that they're happy with. Uh, and he brings them back, at, at which point all the humans end up fighting with each other again and everybody's unhappy. Uh, and so... We've we've seen this arc where it's like the typical storyline of you know that the, someone who's in love with someone else, another person comes along, kind of steals them away, and then they go and win them back from there. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of been turned on its head because they actually were happy in that other relationship, <laughs> uh-huh. and they bring them back. And then in in classic Matt Groening style. Uh, we sort of have, like, the inverse of what our message actually should be at the end of it, yeah, which uh-huh. is what Bender delivers in this scene here.
6: Captain on deck! At ease, buckos!
3: Bender, why did you do it? We were all so happy.
2: And we were in love.
3: <sighs> that wasn't love! What? How can you say that? Because Bender knows love. And love doesn't share itself with the world. Love is suspicious. Love is needy. Love is fearful. Love is greedy. My friends, there is no great love without great jealousy.
2: I love you meatbags. Let's hope y'all learned that love is, there's no great love without great jealousy. Right. <laughs> um,
1: we've really undone everything that we've tried to teach for the last two uh-huh. years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, thank you all for, for joining yeah, us thank for you this. guys so yeah. much.
2: I
0: appreciate
1: um, it. Did you learn some things? <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> did you have fun at least? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Those shows
2: I have to watch now. Yes, I know, yes right? watch exactly. shows. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah.
1: And since putting this together, too, like, I've had all sorts of people suggest other shows and be like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. There's there different too. types yeah, of media, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. all right. Thank you all so much for coming. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Thaddeus. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, okay. Dave, there there you thank you, guys. you yeah.